0: Howard Kenneth Royer.
1: And when were you born?
0: Uh, I was born in twenty nine of third day of October. I was born at Mines Missouri. Uh, my parents is Audrey Jewel Means. My father's is Harmon Howard Royer. And what do you remember
1: of your early childhood? What are some of your earliest memories?
0: I remember the depression part of it. And how hard it was. And I remember about my dad and mother, how they started out on the farm.
2: Uh, Now, you said you were born in silver mines. Is that the one where they have the river rafting? That's the one and only silver mines? Yes. Okay. Uh, And your parents owned a farm? Well,
0: my parents didn't own the farm at the time, but my grandfather did. Okay. He bought the farm, and my dad and mother married and moved on the farm.
2: Was it a large farm? Uh, yeah,
0: it was. Uh, now, I can't give you the exact acreage, but I think it was a little over 300 acres. And
1: what what kind of things did they grow or raise?
0: Well, Dad growed he growed corn, he growed wheat, and he growed oats and barley. He had uh, a team of horses that he used to farm the farm with, and uh, the cattle, the best I know, was Hereford cattle. They were good cattle. Now... How he got him and where, I don't know. But I think that my grandparents set him up in cattle. Now, I I believe that. I think that's right because uh, I heard my grandfather. He said he come along at the neighbors during the Depression. And uh, this man had... 30 cows to sell, and he gave him $10 apiece for them. Oh. Big cow. They was the good cows. I remember them. I can remember them. And he drove, my grandfather, I heard him say, he drove them up the road by the farm there, and he told my dad, he said, you can have the cattle, if you'll give me a third of the profit and that's the way they did it hmm.
1: did you have many siblings
0: oh yeah i'm the oldest one okay. roy is the second one shirley's the third one charles is the fourth one and then i guess my dad and mother quit all for a while but <laughs> they started in again and there was Lee Gale, we called him Buck, but his name Paul Dean, and uh, Lewis, Arthur Lewis. he was named after my grandfather. My grandfather was a. L. Royer and uh, And then the last one was Sis, Linda, and that was it okay. <laughs>
2: You said you were, you were born, well, right in the depression as it was beginning.
0: Yeah, the beginning what, of the depression. Mm-hmm. In October, I was born.
2: What memories do you have of how it affected Missouri?
0: How it affected? You mean uh, like so? What we, had, uh, what we didn't have, or yeah, you know. Well, I remember. Now I don't know. At that time, my dad and mother never even had a car, and uh, I remember that, and I remember my dad, he had bees out in the yard, and when I was, I, I, and I I remember this, that I got some sticks, and was poking them in the beehive, and they they stung me. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember that. And, uh, oh, I don't know. when I remember, I wasn't very big, but every time, well, my uncle and dad formed together. And, uh, and when they went to field to work, ever since I can remember, I wanted to go with them, and I did go with them. They took me to the field.
2: Oh, I wonder if how how did your life change after the depression ended? What things did you were you able to afford then?
0: Well, was it uh, you know after uh, 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 about thirty five, thirty six? Well, I remember. Uh, I was ready for a grade school, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I, uh, we lived a mile from the school and I remember the first day I went to school. I went across the field and I had to go through the neighbors. They lived close there and went through their yard and up to the school, barefooted. Did,
1: did a lot of the kids go barefoot? Was that a pretty common Oh, thing?
0: yeah. They, they, it, you know, back then, my shoes wasn't too easy to Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know... Really, I never did like to go barefoot to do much. <laughs> the stubbles hurt my feet, you know, right. and the rocks. And, sure. And uh, when I got big enough to work, you know, out in the field, uh, I wore shoes.
1: What kind of things, when you started working with, with everyone out in the fields, what, what were you doing?
0: Well, the first thing that I remember, uh, my uncle... Uh, Well, this was in 35 and 36. My uncle and aunt, they married. They got married. Well, Dad was putting in corn, and Uncle James, he went to Colorado, him and her, and Dad needed somebody to drive Uncle James's mules. I don't know exactly how old it was, but it wasn't very big. And I drove them old mules, and he had a big drag and rode the drag. And them old mules was smart, and they knew they had a dummy up behind them. And so they got down at the end of the field. They just turned right around, right sharp, and flipped the drag over on top of me. And was dragging me up through the field, and my dad he he was watching me, and so uh, he got him stopped, turned drag over, hand me back the line. So you were learning, right? That's what I you know, and I just practically put my life into doing such as that on the farm. That's all I ever did do, and and I worked in the timber some, you know. Uh, them farms that my dad and granddad had, they had some good timber, and dad cut timber in the winter time, you know, oh. and uh, I helped split stables, but I was, I was about 13, 14, 15, something like that, when I was swinging the hammer. Mm. I, was, I didn't swing hammer back when I was, <laughs> I was big enough. <laughs> right, did
1: everybody? I imagine your brothers, sisters, everybody helped out as they were. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: they, my brothers, you know, we worked with dad and helped him with the cattle and stuff like that. He, he, my dad had a job for us every day and you know he wasn't mean to us or anything but he had a job first. sure and i always-i was always willing to do the-well uh, i'm not bragging but if he wanted me to do something i done it and the, the rest of the boys the same way now the girl-i think we all kind of petted her a little bit but she was a good worker linda and she helped mom.
1: Did you go through uh, like grade school,
0: and did you stay with stay in school the whole time? Uh, school. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be truthful about it. My mother had to drive me across the field with Hickory. I didn't want to go to school. There was a girl, that lived right above us. Her name was Eloise. Eloise Allen. She's five years older than I was. And she'd get me by the hand, and mom would get, our mother would get behind me, and if I pulled back, she wore me one. <laughs> Do you, uh, you believe me, sis? Yeah, I believe. You. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, she meant to go through And I, honestly, I'll say, I never, I always wanted to go to the field of work. I never. I never dread that at all. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. You said, I didn't want to go. Right. So that was it. Yeah.
2: How many years did you go?
0: Uh I went. Well, I went through grade school eight years, and I went a year and a half to high school. Uh huh. And so I didn't like that too good either. Right. We lived in silver mines, a bus comes to, to to Oak Grove that six miles, and me and Roy we walked at and caught the bus of the morning early and and so I don't know. I messed around, and I'm going to tell you I made a mistake. I made a bad mistake, but not go going. But I quit. (laughs)
1: During that time, when you quit school, um, what did you do?
0: I worked for Dad. Dad, He put me to work, and he said, I I remember what he said to me. He said, you don't go to school, and I don't want to hear you uh, grumbling and going on afterwards. Now, he said that to me, and I never did forget it.
1: Did you farm your whole life?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay yeah
1: and did you farm there for many years or did you move off and get your own well
0: my grandfather where i live now he bought it's down here on little river if you folks know where the united baptist camp is down there i live a quarter of a mile up the river and my grandfather bought that farm and uh so uh I kind of talked to him, uh, you know, that I like to have a farm, you know. (laughs) And so when he bought it, dad, uh, that was my grandpa's boy, my dad was, and he he run the farm. He'd run us boys, too. Mm -hmm. And the farm was growed up, blackberries, copperheads, and... My dad put us over there, and we cleaned that thing up and put out the first year. We put out a hundred acres of corn, and, and I and I, I was getting up there 17 years old. I was driving a truck, but then you know, right? No, and, and I trucked the corn in over to Silver Mines, and we'd go and well, it's just there's, there's a lot of work there. Right. But we done.
1: It. Were you using a, a team? Uh, you didn't have a
0: tractor yet, or? Yeah, what, yeah, uh, yeah. We had a tractor. Oh, okay. I tell you about the tractor. Dad, and Uncle James, and my grandpa, they bought a new Ford tractor, and so uh dad and Uncle James. Uncle James told he. Wasn't doing us boys quite right, and he went to his cell, and that was one of Grandpa's farm. And uh, we just had one tractor and three teams. Dad had a team, Grandpa had a team, and Uncle James had a team. And so, uh, Dad, he used Uncle James's team, you know, and they would let him use it, you know. And that tractor, that Ford tractor, when one of us boys would get on it, the other would get on it. The other we do, you know, and we run it day and night. And I, you know, there was a man over in Arcady. He was selling the tractors, and they had he had a new M form all over there in nineteen forty nine. And boy, I, I really want to like that. And wanted that. And Grandpa says, oh, you, you, you just keep the tractor you got to keep it busy. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to put out money to buy. Right. That's I just tell the truth, he didn't want to use that way.
1: So you were growing corn and what else did you grow on, uh, that, on that farm? What else did you grow besides corn on that farm?
0: Uh... Well, hey, you know, grass. And uh, when I was, you know, after I took it over, I grew some wheat and oats and barley on it. It's river bottom land. It is, it, it, really, it's a good farm. And I wound up with it. My dad gave it to me.
1: Did you ever marry and did you ever?
0: <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, yeah, deal, no, it like, did like. Right. And, well, so I tell you, I tell you a little story, and I I don't think sis here ever heard me tell that. Right. I, did, I didn't tell everything. I, I try not to tell everything, and oh, you know, you know. <laughs> but I went with this girl over Silvermine. Her name was We. and you know I liked her. She's good, and we decided. To Get married. So it went on a little while. And uh, one day we was walking along. She handed me a note. And she wanted red gagement ring back. I bought her a engagement ring. And by doggy, I, I was just stung. I walked her home. And she gave me stuff that I bought her, things. Give it all back to me. And on my way back home something hit me and I thought, Well if she'll do that once, she'll do it again. And so I said I'll never go back. And I didn't go back. But the funny thing was, it wasn't about two weeks she was writing me and wanting to get back together again. <laughs> and you know, I said nothing do it. And so I I thought, well, now, I ain't having nothing to do with the women anymore. <laughs> I, 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 that I, that come over me. So I took a load of 4-H club kids to Farmington, the skating rink. My dad had a truck, and I drove a truck. And, I, and my aunt was the leader, Aunt Irma. And uh, she got me to take... Uh, the kids up there I was about 17 18 years old you know and so got in there and got skating and this girl my wife today she got to talking to me and I don't know I fell for her you know and I didn't take her home that night or nothing I in a revival meeting over the silver mine and so uh, she come over there and was a lead and singing and I got to talking to her and you know the first thing I know I was taking her out, and about the time that I guess well, Norma had one year in high school, and she wa- I knowed she wanted not finish school and i and I wanted her to and uh so by Golly one day I went to the post office and I got a card that said report for examination you know when the Korean War started. So I did. I I went in uh I was tucked in the army and I went to Germany and I stayed over there six or seventeen months in Germany and come back and she was waiting for me. And so we we decided that we'd wait another year to get married. And the 26th day of March in 1954, we got married. Rodney, he's the oldest. This girl, 17, much younger.
3: Now, there's two more boys that are yes. in the family. Okay. Michael, who was after me, and then about nine years later, my youngest brother came along, Danny. uh uh-huh. okay. So.
2: Like Silver Mines, was it was there a post office
0: there and, uh,
3: schools,
2: yes. and stores
0: school and church and the church was built in 1949 oh and my dad was a deacon there and there's a guy named Orville Johnson he was a pastor and they worked pretty good together and before uh, they built the church they had held the school uh uh, the church in the schoolhouse and so the people got together in the community and donated their labor and
3: uh,
0: and to build a church it still stands
3: they made a quilt the ladies sold you each family paid so much money to have your name embroidered on the quilt, and that was one of their fundraisers that uh-huh. they did. And we still have the quilt hmm. uh, that we hang up sometimes at the homecoming mm-hmm. and things there. But hmm. to, that's how they made some of the money.
1: Yeah. How many people, was it a big town? Was it? A no,
0: big? well, uh, now th- this was way before my time, and I, and I, there was a, a man uh, here in town, uh, his name was Bob Meir, you might have heard of him, I don't know, he's gone now, but he, he was her neighbor, uh, and uh, he said, I can't recall, but the town was down there where the mines is mm-hmm. now, you know, there's no mines down there. And uh, they operated it then. Yes. Did they find silver? Silver. That's why it was named Silver Yeah, yeah. <laughs> silver. And I, I really don't know too much about it. And, uh, you know, and that's the time they built that dam in there. Oh, across the river, you might know where it's at up there above the bridge. There's a dam uh, they built in there. And... Uh, all I know is just what I heard people say. You know that. As for my time, was yeah. it
1: closed when you, by the time you were born? Was it closed down and gone, or
0: I think it was. Okay. Now I ain't per sure. I don't know, but I do know that during the Second World War, there was some people or fellows prospectors, and they dug some tungsten and some of that down there, and a few people worked down there, but it didn't last very long. I remember that, but on back, but I've heard people say the older people are gone now Mm -hmm. about working in the mines uh, down there, you know, in the mines, but you know, I, I really don't know much about. But the town was down there then, and I don't know how many people they was. And then I heard that they moved the to town further west, you know, where the church and the school is. And that's what I heard. You know, I can't prove it, I don't know.
1: Was there enough going on in that area? as you were growing up, that that was sort of where you got things? Did you have a store and that sort of thing, or did you come to Fredericktown?
0: They they had a store. They have had a store. Now, I don't remember it, but down there at the mines. When the mines run, there was a store there, and I, I heard a hotel. Now, I know where it's at, and I know you lived there afterwards, uh, a man named John Allen, he lived there. But over at Old Grove, Ray Pinkley had a store there. And he he, he had a lot of good deal of merchandise, and people traded with him. Every time I, my folks went to town, they'd always stop there.
3: Now, Grandma, she would take milk and eggs into town to sell.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: And grand, old grandma would?
0: That, they took their cream and eggs into the. Uh, Sunderman's was one place that uh, bought cream and eggs. And they traded there with Sunderman's quite a bit.
1: Now, was that in Fredericktown? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so when you guys went to town, you were really coming into Fredericktown? Oh, things. yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, we come in town.
3: But once in a while, you would go to Ironton or?
0: Yeah, now, uh, uh, about, or in the 20s, my granddad and and grandmother, they lived in Bourne Hall. And uh, they, uh, it was about 10 miles to Orton from there. And uh, they trade up there, you know. Was there a train that went through Silver Mines? No. No train there? No train. The closest train was town and Hart. You could hear them go through Rio, you know.
2: But it just bypassed Silver Mines. Right. Yeah. But you could still hear
0: it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, it made a terrible noise. And uh, then. Over by and Arcadian, there was the old rifle range, you know, during the First World War. And, and they done some practicing up there at Second World War. And you could hear them far from Silvermine.
3: It's on D Highway, and okay. it's there where the, where the blacktop, and then it turns into oh, gravel.
0: Kind of back. It'd be kind of back behind Lake Killarney up here, you know.
2: So was, uh, there were military people there?
0: Yeah, the military. They they come from the Jefferson Barracks up here, down here.
3: There was several little communities on top of just silver mines. I mean, then there was what they call, most of them call it Barn Holler, but it's Barren Hollow. And that was a whole nother community where his great grandparents, you know. That's um, where they started. That's where they started here in oh, Madison County. Okay. And it was just a whole nother community there. I don't think th- there was no stores or anything there. Was uh, one, store one store
0: down there uh, uh, up from the Methodist camp, you know. It's about a half okay. a mile up there. Is a revell store, and I think I now I ain't for sure, but I think that's where the post office was.
3: And then it moved down to Uncle James, where Uncle James and Aunt yeah. Irma, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, uh,
0: the uh, Mister Mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was postmaster for years, you know, and that's just right across. From where we was raised up, about a half a mile, you know.
3: That's on the Brian, where Brian Algar lives now, on okay. that farm there. But they had a school there. Yeah,
0: they had. Uh, my dad, uh, he went to school there, and I had a aunt, couple aunts, and uncle, and they—that's where they went to school till they moved to silver mines when they moved to silver mines and i heard this and i don't know whether it's so or and when grandpa he liked the teacher at born holler he sent the kids there when he didn't like the the school teacher down in silver mine well i got it backward when he didn't like to teacher silver mines, he sent the kids to Boren Holler, and he, when he didn't like them at Boren Holler, he sent them Silver Mines. I got it, I got it. Uh, but uh, I don't know how he got what, you know. He, own, he owned land where he in silver mines, and he owned quite a bit of land in Bourne Holler. You know I don't know you know, but I've heard that that land sold for nothing, and he bought it, and he didn't sell it and mm-hmm. he is an old man, so you were
1: married, but you had gone off uh to Europe for the army before before, <laughs>
2: before.
1: and so the marriage you got married after
0: okay, uh, yeah, and then you resell uh, i uh, uh, it was over a year. Okay. I got married. Uh, I mean, uh, till me and my wife got married.
1: Okay. Were you done with the army at that point? Yeah.
0: And you came. Back oh, I favorite? I was done with it. I wanted to come back to the form, but I didn't. You know, I kind of liked the army. Mm. As a, uh, you know, what army life is, and you can get into a lot of, uh, some bad things. You know. <laughs> But I was kind of lucky I didn't.
1: Did you like traveling? Did you travel well, much uh, in the U.S.?
0: Over in Europe I did. Yeah. I was out a lot of the time on maneuvers and things like that. And I, and I got along pretty good. Yeah. But when my time was up, I was ready to come home.
1: Ah. So you came home, got married, and, and then started the family? Yeah, we we'll started the family. So, at that point, were you back on the farm? Yeah. Okay, so you're oh, yeah. back on the farm. Okay. You started having kids, and I'm just, so that would have been what, the 1950s? Yeah. Okay.
2: And then early 60s, too, mm-hmm. for your youngest brother.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. What can you tell us about Fredericktown during that?
0: Well, in the 50s and 60s, late 50s, uh... I, I i still you know working on the farm but i would you know when we put out the crop uh, i'd swap with my dad and uncle and they helped me we helped each other hmm. you know when we got in a pinch you know like uh putting up the hay you know uh maybe I'd help them, and they'd help me, Mm -hmm. and that's the way we worked.
2: So you didn't hire people? Huh? You never hired?
0: Oh, yeah. The school boys. Hmm. You know, I'd uh, be a bailing hay, you know, and, and i need somebody to haul it and put it in the barn. And them boys back then, they wanted to work. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't, you can't get the boys to do that down there, and sometimes I don't blame them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's the way it was done, you know, I, I'd mow, I'd mow the hay down and, and, uh, bale it up, I, a lot of times I'd bale it up and there'd be two or three boys come over and, Help me haul it in. That's what we did.
1: Did you do the same with your kids as far as having them help you work out in the. Like, well. Did they do the same sort of
0: thing? Uh, and, I, and now they, they, they helped me in the hay. I don't know where it's says he ever helped me in the hay or not. I never did I never did have you to help me in the hay. <laughs> I kind of petted her, you know.
3: <laughs> I worked at home, <laughs> Sure. in the house. Yeah, right. I helped with the.
2: Helped her mother
0: and, and her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Right. She helped her. And we just one big bunch to help each other. And That's you know, good. it worked out pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you guys have TV? Did you watch the news and stay? stay up with what was happening in the world?
0: Yeah, our first television when we lived up there at Opal's mm-hmm. place that we rented that place and we got a television. Like
3: 1962 or? Yeah. Something around that time. I remember watching President Kennedy's funeral on the black and white TV.
0: And the kids. Uh, you tended the 4-H club. I did, too, when I was a kid. I I uh, was, I think, 11 years I was in the 4-H club, you know, and Dad gave me a, a cow or a hog or something to, for a project, you know, and, and I even took cooking one year and my aunt she was aunt irma she's school teacher she kept the 4-h club going and i think they've got a 4-h club there yet now i think they have
3: well there's some here in the louts some of them are involved with it yeah
0: you've heard of the louts haven't you oh
3: yeah uh-huh.
0: yeah they and they're fine people
3: uh-huh. Well, Mrs. Lout, Pat Lout took over. Aunt Irma died in 68, I think. And uh, then uh, Mrs. Lout took over for us. But the 4 H clubs and the church activities was the center of the activities for, you know, er, that's what the kids growing up evolved. Mm all of their life evolved around that. I mean, they would meet on Sunday afternoons and you'd play ball. Oh, yeah. And we did too until, you know, we were older. But, you know, it was, that was the hub of the activity for the kids. Yeah. was the church and the 4-H club.
1: If we could, one thing I wanted to go back to, we we didn't really talk about the kids. Like, where, did you guys go to school in Fredericktown or were you... At that point.
0: Well, you know, the children we,
3: my older brother and I, went to Silver Mines, and then they consolidated the country schools, and in I guess it was sixty-two and three, we came to Fredericktown to school around that time, and uh, then because we were coming to school, I can relate it to. When President Kennedy was shot, mm-hmm. we were in the school in town. Okay, okay. and then uh, but you still lived in Silver Mines. Well, no, we lived we lived on the farm that Dad has now, which is between uh, Oak Grove and Silver Mines. Oh. It's kind of in in between there. But uh, we we still went, you know, like we still went to the four H. Into the church over in Silver Mines and stuff. We were raised with that. But it so yeah. was
1: kind of a transition going on there. But. It was a,
3: yeah, there was a transitioning of, you know, we got bus into town, right. you know, where when we were going over to Silver Mines, we had a lady in the community that drove a station wagon and the kids. On well, there's a there was a low water bridge across the Silver Mines River. We called it. That's the big St. Francis River, and on that side, you know, part of us went to Silver Mines, part of them went to Oak Grove. Well, we the ones that went Silver Mines, she would come in her station wagon and pick us up and take mm-hmm. us over there. That was our first school bus. <laughs> the station wagon <laughs> it was the station wow. wagon, yeah. and I mean, if we but I can even remember her bringing us into town, I think, for vaccinations or something like that at one time. And then we she stopped and gave us an ice cream cone. They had a community store at that wow. time, and she stopped and bought us all ice cream cones. for That was the first grade class. I just went first grade there. Now, my brother went to second grade
1: okay so the 4-h and the church were the center of of the community and you say that still exists today to some degree or is it mostly now all sort of no
3: it's pretty well i mean we still have the church Hmm. we reopened that in 1999 it closed down for a few years but it was reopened and i mean we have activities there and stuff but uh as far as the four H we're not involved with that and I'm not real sure, you know anything about that right now. But no, that's kinda of gone to the wayside. Right. And stuff. So
1: Yeah, I imagine Frederictown has sort of the sixties right. and seventies sort of the Fredericktown was getting big enough to start drawing people in and became the new yeah. center of
3: mm-hmm. I mean that's where we all went for our activities a lot. Right. So who farms your farm today?
0: uh the Algar brothers okay you heard of them yes and I'm a, am a cousin too okay <laughs> right yeah. yeah
3: well your your dad uh, grandpa howard's sister was married an algar joe algar okay. and so that's how we're all cousins. <laughs> they,
0: they do a good job. And one thing about the farmers, you know, the, they just get fewer and fewer all the time. And they they don't have too much to say about passing the bills and stuff like that. The city people are the ones that puts it over, you know. And I don't know
1: thank you for coming yeah. in well uh, it was a pleasure talking to you i people. know
0: i'm a poor hand uh, to give the information but my next birthday i'll be 90. and people General. say you don't look ninety years old, though but oh i i get by i don't know <laughs>